Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Eric Bowling Podcast. We got a big podcast for you. Kid Rock's coming up in just a second. But in, in the meantime, in just a second, I just want to make a shout out, do a shout out to our friends over at Elysian Skull. Because if you've been listening to this show, this podcast for a while, you must be aware of the disaster, the total disaster that I think Biden is making of the American retirement system. He's overspending like crazy, like a drunken sailor. No offense to drunken sailors. And the overprinting of money alone are the two main reasons that Americans' retirement accounts, get this, your retirement accounts on average have lost 25% over the past two to three years since Biden has been president. Did you know that? The net loss on all retirement plans, a trillion dollars. We've lost a, an aggregate of a trillion dollars on our retirement. That's insane. And the pension plans have lost $3.3 trillion in the third quarter of this year alone. That is scary. Now how about this one? Under Biden, the average American family has lost $11,400 in annual income this year. Every single American family, $11,400 loss, thanks to Biden. It's crazy, crazy. For Americans who are planning to retire with a million dollars in their IRA, those accounts have lost almost $250,000, a quarter of it. That can't last. You can't let this continue to happen. Now Americans are faced with having to work a decade longer than we wanted to or coming out of retirement to recoup our losses. How many times have you seen people working at Walmart, at Publix, because they They've come out of retirement. They thought they could retire, and they can't because their retirement savings are being dwindled by the economy. We can prevent this if you want to. One of the surest ways I know is with gold, because gold is a store of value and has been running counter to Bidenomics for quite a while. In fact, the whole time Biden's been in office, gold has been going up while our savings have been going down. In less than two months, gold has risen, get this, 14%. There's a reason for that. Believe me, I know the power of gold and what it can do for your retirement account. Whether you prefer physical gold and silver or simply want to protect your IRA or 401k, I would trust the specialist at Allegiance Gold, who have the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry, bar none. You won't be disappointed. Trust me, I know them. I've spent time with them. Their relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Here's how you do it, folks. Write it down. Go to protectwitheric.com today and download my free wealth protection guide. I'll tell you everything you need to know about gold. Or you can call 844-714-ERIC. That's 844-714-ERIC. You have to do it, folks. Protect your retirement with Allegiance Gold today. It would be a great day to call them. Call them now. Go to protectwitheric.com. That's protectwitheric.com or that number, 844-714-ERIC. We all fall into one of two camps. There are those that believe Bidenomics is the way forward. And the rest of us who think that's a load of horse (laughs) You want to hear what really great economic ideas sound like? Want to see America back on the road to energy independence? If you're in the camp that refuses to allow this country to devolve any farther, if you're sick of propaganda passing itself off as legitimate news, if you're unapologetically American, then hop in and let's drive this Mack truck right down the liberals' throats. 
This is the Eric Bowling Podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Wow, what a, what a holiday week it's been. <laughs> so, Linda, I was watching a couple of days ago, I was watching TV. All of a sudden, I saw Trump at a UFC fight in, in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was crazy. The place was going nuts for the guy. Probably have 15,000 in that stadium packed. And here comes Trump. First of all, here comes Alina Habba, his, his attorney. Right. And then comes, uh, um, Lindsey Halligan, his other attorney. And they're just like eating up the crowd, you know, pointing to everyone. And Trump comes out and the crowd goes crazy. And just behind them, I see Kid Rock and Dana White. And I was like, holy crap, that is really cool. And it's, it is it's, really cool. It's so Americana, you know, it's, it's like, Biden can have all the soy boys at Harvard who, you know, drink lattes and have the (laughs) non-whites allowed in in this in this faculty lounge here. But when Trump walks into an arena with UFC fighters and UFC fans, it's a a whole other other ballpark. It's great. Which one would you rather have in your your corner? I mean, listen, the UFC people. I mean, that crowd is so loud. It is. It's actually, I have to say, I've only ever been to one Trump rally and God rest his soul, it was with Rush Limbaugh mm-hmm. and I was in Missouri mm-hmm. and I remember being there and it was freaking packed, you know what I mean? And you're just kind of looking around like, uh, wow, you yeah. know, yeah. and Trump comes out on that stage and it is like, the, you, it, it's thunderous. Yeah. Yeah. Like it shakes the building. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. That is undeniable. It right. just is. You right. say whatever you want. That's undeniable. You're right. The left can't even spin it. Like when he'll go to a, he'll go to a football game, Army, Navy, or wherever. And they'll say, or, or Clemson, the uh, the Palmetto Bowl, Clemson against South Carolina. Yeah. And like, they're clearly all about Trump. South Carolina is Trump. Yeah. And the left is like, oh, did you hear them booing? Because some guy with a cell phone up in the, you know, rafters when he, you know, with, with his um, his man bun on top of his head <laughs> into his phone. Meanwhile, 40,000 fans are going crazy for Trump. Well, it's what's funny, yeah. I have a friend who went to Clemson and he was saying that the band were like, you know, the artsy fartsy band who, you know, were mad or whatever. There was like three people in the band that were mad and they were the ones that were booing. So what happened was when they did the shot, Uh whoever he walked by, because the band is on the field, they got a nice clear ear of that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you're right. The 80,000 cheering fans versus the three people playing the trombone is what we should focus on. I apologize. You're right. I misspoke. I see what you did there. Uh, Yeah. Trombone was that. Freudian or that you just, they're actually playing trombones. I mean, it might be both. You know, <laughs> sometimes the pun intended just serves us a little too well. You know, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, so the, the point is, so I'm watching UFC and I see uh, Kid Rock. I have a decent relationship with Kid Rock. I've never actually hung out and had dinner or drinks with him, but we text back and forth. He said, did you see this? This is nuts. And we, you know, send crazy memes back and forth. He sent me a meme of, Really, it was great. Like, whatever political party this is, I want. And it was yeah. Trump in the middle with Kid Rock, Tucker, and Dana White. It was right. like, yep, me too. I think I think the country would be much better off with that, Chris. So I call, I texted Kid Kid Rock, and 
make a long story short, it took a few days to get together, but we got it. He came on the show and came on the balance um, the other night. He, he was unbelievable. He was just, it was no holes barred. I mean, the first thing, like the first thing I do this long intro about what a, what American patriot he is and show the video of him shooting up the Bud Light cans with his, with his semi-automatic. And then, you know, talk about his restaurant His by the way, if you've never been there, in Nashville, he's got a restaurant on the main corner on Broadway, downtown Nashville, four mm. stories high, bands oh, wow. everywhere, probably has six or seven bars inside. It's like the place to be in Nashville. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I, so I said, big, big intro when he comes on. I said, so what do you think of this Colorado decision to pull Trump off the ballot? He said, I'll tell you what I think. He said, I think it's horseshit <laughs> like, <laughs> on TV. And everyone's like, oh, I watched oh. it. And like, it's, beep, beep. I was like, yeah. oh, no. and it just it just kept going like that for for twelve minutes, which is it was great. But I think we have a little little yes, it, right? Yes, yeah. I, I'm going to play a couple of my favorites from your interview. I, from a visual standpoint, I thought it was hysterical as you were doing your incredibly kind intro of him as he lifts the red solo cup. Red solo cup, <laughs> right? That's- what, I, my, my, you know what the big question was? Was it a, a clear vodka or a brown vodka? A yeah, clear right. alcohol or a brown alcohol? I was like, right. It's like, we doing bourbon? We doing whiskey? What are we doing? Yeah. I, I, I was thinking vodka. But I, Listen, I, he's friends with John Rich. So I'm like, that could have been some redneck Riviera for all we know. That, you know? that, that could be too. That it was be. so funny. All right. Here's my first one that I loved. It was that he said he didn't like, but he loved Trump. So let's play that one. You know, I, like, I, like I tell a lot of people, I don't like Trump. I freaking love Trump. So that, you know, he's unabashed fan of, of, of Trump. And, and if you don't know Kid Rock, his history at one point, I think he was actually thinking about running for Sarah, governor of, of Michigan, where he's from. Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah. There was a point where he was he was debating it. Um, the guy is just so popular. Our numbers just blew up, blew the roof off of everything in the demo when he yeah. was on. But but he's got he's he's like a common sense guy, you know. He yeah. may be a little too much for the American public. I mean he's he's like Trump on steroids, you know. But well but no, you know what he is? He's the guy shopping at Cabela's, loading up on ammo yeah. and you know, creating a bunker and preparing because he doesn't trust the government. And that's how most Americans feel right now. They feel like they can't trust the government. So he's coming out saying, hey, I don't know about the rest of you, but um, this guy over here, you might not like his tweets, but he did a lot of good stuff for the nation. So maybe you could sack up and just stop with all the drama. And that's what he's saying. He was really saying this, like, look, your your taxes were lower. People were, were working. Yeah. No, there were no we weren't involved in any foreign wars and he hates that whole idea of the foreign wars, which is kind of where I am, too. It's like I'm against all I think this. remote people are. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do. Let me tell you what I think. I think that your average American does not want to be in Ukraine, anywhere in the Middle East. You know, I think they want to just drill here, drill now, get it over with, be home, have their kids home and get out of the interaction. We're never going to win in the Middle East. But there are all of these people with financial interests that basically have these oil rigs that are sitting in the various areas of the Middle East, whether it's over by the UAE, whether it's over by Iran, whether it's over by, you know, um, uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, this is this to me is the real issue is if you have financial interest in anything that's happening in the Middle East, 
then you are not a friend to us being energy independent and us getting out of these wars. Well, you're, you're, you're talking my language. Libertarian views are there is no foreign war. There's no such thing that, of our involvement in foreign war. But that would include eating Israel. I mean, I, my wife's Jewish and, and, and I get it. But I, I just I love the fact that there's there's this new kind of feeling of, well, why do we really need to be there? Why do we really need to spend but may I hundreds of billions of dollars? So how do you feel about this? So in my opinion, there is a difference between giving money to nations that have attacked us or have aided and abetted other nations that have attacked us. And then Israel, which is the only democracy in the Middle East, which has only ever stood by the United States. So, and they're under attack. Now, see, Ukraine, it's a little bit of a different situation because it was like, okay, you want to help Ukraine? That's fine. Now we're hundreds of millions of dollars in. So, I so think we're done. Hundreds of billions. There's there's two things that with with Ukraine. Like I just have to remember the, both these stories because you bring it up. I'm yeah. having dinner with a, with a couple a couple weeks ago, and a guy's um, he owns a security company, and he's like, "What do you think? What do you think of this funding? This, this Ukraine funding is going to come through? This hundred and six billion dollars?" I go, "No, why? Would, I mean, it's insane. The the, the 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 American public has gone you know away from that whole idea of." protecting democracy, protect Ukraine and you'll save democracy around the world. Like we, it was a bunch of bullshit that they sold us. And what this really is, this is the other thing is this is all uh, making sure the industrial military industrial complex is, is made whole and good. Hundreds of billions of dollars a year go into the military and and they don't want to lose that support. So they, that's why we're doing things like sending $130 billion to Ukraine and, you know, Backing every freaking country that says they are, we would be willing to be friends with us, we'll give them money. We, we are really supporting our, our own industrial military complex. Here's how. I'm sitting with this guy, the security company, and he wants to know if this new round of funding is coming through because his whole next business proposition is in Ukraine. American right. guy, he's from Chicago. Jewish guy from Chicago owns a security company who's, who's getting it. I go, what are you doing there? What, what's going on? He's like, well, if that money comes through, I have, a, I have a contract in Ukraine. You see what's happening? Zelensky is buying back our U.S. companies, right? He's, he's I'm sorry, hiring back our U.S. companies. He's paying them to go do work in Ukraine with the money that we're sending him. And it all started to make sense because – Biden is so interested in sending them as much money as he can because mm-hmm. Zelensky probably has a wink and a nod deal with Biden to go support the people who are friendly to the Biden administration in their businesses. Yep. What a scam. And I never really put that together. Like, and I can I tell that you was a hook. I, I thought the hook was direct somehow the hunter or someone's going to get a, a payoff in time. It's not even that, I don't think. It's not that nefarious. I think it's Hey, I'm going to send you 20, 30, 50, 60 billion dollars. Here's a list of people who would be really good contractors inside Ukraine with some of that money. And then those people get hired. And of course, they're indebted to Biden. So they get their, their, you know, their political donations or whatever, whatever Biden they, they send that way. What a crazy. So your friend is from Chicago? From Chicago. Yep. So governor of Illinois is Pritzker. Pritzker, yeah. Pritzker's sister, Penny Pritzker, 
who is a multi-billionaire who has been appointed as the U.S. representative to lead Ukraine's economic recovery. Right. <laughs> so let's just let's just think about that for a whole hot second. Yeah. So we have billions of American dollars going into a nation that is not a part of any alliance with the United States, NATO or otherwise. And now you have assigned an envoy, not elected by the American people. American people don't even know she exists, who is a sister to one of the most liberal lunatics we have in a gubernatorial position running the attribution and the oversight of the money that, again, the American people did not vote on. Their representatives voted to put it out there, even though we were screaming at the top of our, our lungs, we can't feed our own kids, please stop. And now this lunatic, she's worth over $4 billion. Hyatt money, right? I think think she's hotels. I don't know if it's Hyatt, but you might be right. Um, But I was just like, I I don't get it. So J.B. Pritzker's sister is running Ukraine. incredibly incestuous. I mean, it's insane. But here's the problem, Eric. Most people don't even know that. Right. They don't, and listen, they can't, they don't have time to think about it because they're trying to figure out, hmm, should my kid be- You and I, you and I spend a lot of time sniffing these things out. Sure. I was shocked. Like, it was like, damn it, son of a bitch. A freaking security company, a a small no-name security company Mm -hmm. is is waiting to hear if the U.S. taxpayers are sending another 50 billion to to Ukraine because he's getting the deal if they do. Right, because he gets a cut. Because he's from Chicago, he's a Democrat from Chicago who's going to who's going to get his piece of of what are that, yep. and then he's got to go ahead and wet wet Biden's beak with with uh, whatever the kickback is. Yep. Yeah, and it is this vicious cycle. And the problem is, it's so ugly, it's so bad, and so like the same. It's funny, you know, Alan Dershowitz said this the other day, and I thought it was very well said. Right. Um, if you look at like the Palestinian uh, marchers, right? I'm pro-Palestine, you know, from the river to the sea, all this other nonsense, right? For these murderous supporters. And then you go up to me and go, so um, how do you feel about Palestine? And I'm like, you know what? These people don't know the difference between Palestine and Palisades. (laughs) And that to me is so well said. I was like, he's so right. They don't know anything about the Ottoman Empire. They don't know anything about Turkey. They don't know anything about what happened before 1948, let alone 1948. They don't know anything about the peace treaties, the land gives. Like, it's just, they don't even know what happened on October 7th. I just saw, I just saw a video, uh, a clip of a uh, indigenous people's group is now trying to undermine the United States. Like, they're comparing um, Israel and Hamas to the United States. We're the occupiers. We're the occupiers. Israel is the, is the occupiers of the of Palestine. We're the occupiers of these indigenous people's lands. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna un- undo all this? Okay, okay, all right. Good luck. Yeah, Good luck. And, and as you and as you stand there and tell me that we are fascists and capitalism is horrible, you're holding an iPhone, wearing Nike sneakers, and putting yourself on TikTok. Like you are so completely, and that's full circle back to Kid Rock. Why people love Kid Rock? He is just oh, so. I'm glad you brought that up. So there was one point 
Now, you don't know this if you watch the segment on TV, but Kid Rock was texting me. He's like, hey, you want to have a little fun with Megan? I said, well, yeah, what, what are you talking about? He's like, well, she, she lit me up about Bud Light. Uh, I would like to playfully, his, his words, playfully push back. I'm like, okay, okay. this will be fun. So I pull a soundbite of Megan smacking Kid Rock and Dana White pretty hard because they have, go, you know, so Bud, Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney, Kid Rock shoots up the, the Bud, you know, the Bud Light thing. And then all of a sudden he's serving Bud Light in his restaurant again and serving Bud Light on his concert tour that's coming up. So she hits him for it. She's like, listen, you don't speak for us, da, da, da. You don't speak for conservatives. And he, uh, well, he had some words to say. I think you have a clip, right? I do. First, first off, I love Megan. We've been friends for a long time. Um, but she, she's got this one wrong. Uh, saying me and Dana don't speak for conservatives. Neither one of us ever said we did. Um, you know, I explained myself before on, on another program about Bud Light. I'm pretty sure they got the message. Do I agree <laughs> with what they did? F no. And we held their head underwater for quite some time and we heard them. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not someone to keep punching somebody when they're down, when there's a whole lot more companies deserving of this treatment. And, you know, I've, and Dana has told me specifically, as a very good friend of mine, about, you know, the things they've done through the years with Folds of Honor. So has L- Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, for that matter, mm. and countless other things. And I'm like, I get it. They made a mistake. All right, I don't need to kill them. But Megan ought to be careful when she's throwing stones in glass houses, because I told her way back in the day, you both were on a familiar network, and she could have been <laughs> king of Fox News. But they dangled that shiny carrot in front of her. And for whatever reason, whether it was money, maybe she wanted more mainstream success. She goes to NBC. And what happened at NBC? She's still as conservative as she ever was over there. And NBC didn't like that. So what they do? They threw her out like a redheaded stepchild. So careful, Megan. We're all on the same team here. Just because I have different beliefs than you. You know, conservatives don't all think alike and agree on every issue, much like uh you know, that race bait and clown Al Sharpton doesn't speak for all black people. You know, there's, we can all have different points of views and that goes for the left and right too. I think at the end of the day, we can all hopefully in this coming year, try to find more things we have in common than we don't. Isn't he good? He is so, so good. So then I, I respectfully told Kid Rock, uh, I hear you. I'm kind of stand with Megan on this one because I, I as, as someone who's seen this too many times, you know, conservatives get run over. Like, the, they cancel us left and right. We're done. We're canceled. We're, we're gone. They kill you. To hold Bud Light's head under the water for a little while and then let him up, I kind of agree with Megan. Let's, let's just hold it and let's just put him out. Let's, the, the, so that the next dumbass boardroom that thinks they want to hire Dylan Mulvaney for a truly Americana brand you better think twice because you're going to end up like Bud Light. Now, if Bud Light bounces back and all of a sudden they're on, you know, in, in the NFL and they're everywhere again, I'm not sure anyone learned their lesson. I'm not sure. I mean, to his credit, Kid Rock, he's a he's a better man than I am, I guess. I, I would I would continue to hold Bud Light's head under the water, but that's just me. So let me ask you something. So to the Bud Light story, do you think they knew or do you think it was because, you know, they fired the woman – who was pushing the trans ideology and, 
you know, saying that she wanted to be more in touch with, you know, the liberal sort of, you know, audience. Less, less of a frat boy brand. Is, I think she's less just- of a frat boy. Thank you. I knew there was an expression. I can remember that whole thing. And then they said, we had no idea this was going on. We did not approve this. This is a load of shit. We're out now. You and I have both worked for huge corporations and networks. There definitely is a ton of stuff going on all the time. My question is, did they know or did they not know? Now, I don't you, know. When you're when you're Fox or Bud Anheuser Bush or Bud or whatever, when you're that size and with that much exposure, especially you know media exposure, you're sensitive. It gets it gets fixed immediately. This still don't know if anything lasted way too long. The the the, the, the thing came out and they just let it. They didn't push back. Yeah. They were waiting to see the reaction. The reaction. They didn't expect it to go as big as, and I, I believe Kid Rock when he did that video, yeah, of shooting, you know, using his uh, his AR and, and just blowing apart a bunch of cases of Bud Light. I think that was a turning point for them, where, yeah. where they said, "Shit, we are this brand is at risk, like yeah. existential risk." Whereas yeah. they probably were thought they could ride the storm out, like Fox, for example, Fox or any any media company. If there's a big controversy, the decision is, do you Address it immediately, and, yeah. and 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 when it's super big, you do. And when it's kind of not mid level but high, you just yeah. shut you shut up, you go dark, right? You, never to be said again. And typically, the media will will let it go. This wasn't yeah. going to happen. I think when Kid Rock blew up the the cans, they realized they had to pivot, and all of a sudden, they're doing. You know, the, the country music commercials came back. The the NFL sponsorship stuff came back. They 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 knew it then. I'm just. Kind of, I'm a money guy. As yeah. You know. Kid Rock, I love him, but he didn't need Bud, Bud Light in his on his beverage list on his at his restaurant or his concerts. I'm I'm guessing there's a there's a pretty sweet deal that they offered. I think there's a sweet deal, and I think they looked very specifically for two people that were going to align them with the American people, and they picked Dana White and Kid Rock. Yep. Yep. And guess what? Well, guess what? Those are the people that love Trump. <laughs> Those are the people that love Surprise. Trump. Trump's in, good, in, in a good place. Trump's in a very good place for re-election. I'm telling you right now, you know, and I said this the other day to a few friends, you know, we were talking about Trump and, and uh, a very close friend who works, you know, she's an anchor in this business like us and not like us, but like you. And, uh, you know, but in this business, she goes, you really think he's going to win? I said, there is an entire nation of people who wanted that second term. And as far as throw something out, you next time someone asks you, just tell them, you know, who locked in the victory for Trump, the Colorado Supreme court. Oh, thank you You very much. Where you are on Trump. Well said. When, when they, when they bring a guy, make an accusation to an American against an American citizen, trumped up accusation. Mm -hmm. And then, try him and convict him without his even being present or defending himself or herself. People are, are done. They're done. They realize these. Well, look these, at Claire McCaskill. These Claire lunatics McCaskill. on the left. She's dead in here. This. Oh my gosh. She's like, this is insane. They're insane. They can't do this. They basically just sealed the deal for Trump. They're like nine Supreme court justices are going to vote this down yeah. because That's- one, I think, what was it? Uh, I was talking to Newt Gingrich about this the other day, 1.4, or 1.8 million people voted for Trump in Colorado. I'm like, okay, so four SCOTUS state SCOTUS um, judges yeah. versus 1.8 million Colorado citizens. 
Yep. So yours, and not to mention the fact that three of them, three of them that voted for this, they're all Ivy Leagues, right? Uh, one is a Latina, one is gay, one is, they're all appointed by Democrat presidents. Yep. Like, I hate to say this, but the stereotypical analysis of that body of people is that they're not on the right. It doesn't even matter. It's a fact that they took their own, upon themselves to convict yes. the man of insurrection and pull him off their ballot when he didn't even get a chance to defend himself. But did you read the, their um, their findings when they yeah. wrote when the court wrote their statement? They said we cannot look away from the alleged participation mm. and from the uh, accusation that it, he intended to engage. So I'm like, okay, so everything here is circumstantial. He did nothing. He's never been accused of anything where it was actually he was actually convicted. Yes. I mean, this where do I go to get my good name back? Are you guys for real? Yeah. No, what they did was they, they all the independents and maybe even some sane, somewhat sane liberals realize that yeah. they, they are nuts. They're they're that they are they, the bridge they, too far. <sighs> The bridge way, too far. Way too far. Forget it. The, the bridge collapsed. The, the freaking <laughs> bridge just caved in on itself. Yeah. I, it, they did it. They, can, you know, Trump, I had Jason Miller on the, 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 that night. I'm like, yeah. He, is he, I, I'm guessing he's thrilled because it's the American, normal America is going to be signing with Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him. You, no, yeah. one, no one should be allowed to get away with that. And they're not going to. Um, no, they're not. Can we, can we do my favorite, uh, Inter- interaction with Kid Rock. Yeah. This is something I do on the show. I've had it for, I've done it for, since I've been on television. Like, I hate the Beatles. <laughs> I hate <laughs> I'm a I rock don't, I, don't care I, I grew up on the Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, The Who. I like, I like rock. I like rock and roll. Beatles right. for me were a boy band. Like, a, like we do this on the show. Right. Sorry, you know, go these, ahead. These pretty little boys, these, these, these little British boys with their hair and they, they I don't think any of them are real good musicians. Later on, you know, John Lennon became, you know, when he started doing acid and everything, he became a better musician. Yeah, really. But uh, so for me, it's always been the Stones versus the Beatles. Stones. I get a lot of grief when I say it, but let's see what Kid Rock had to say about Stones or the Beatles. Show my fans know where I stand on this. I'm very serious. It was a very serious question. Rolling (laughs) Uh Stones or Beatles? Man, that's like picking which kid. You love the most, um, <laughs> but I only have one son, so I'm gonna go with Stones. There for, you go. There not, you go. Not, not only for music, but longevity. longevity. And if you go pure rock and roll, you go Mick and Keith versus Lennon and McCartney. We know who wins that battle. One's a one's a '60s boy band from Europe, and the other's a, a, just an amazing rock and roll band with with great musicians. I'm gonna <laughs> stick with that. <laughs> and the best part about that clip is that as he finishes saying it, it's another red solo cup moment. Yeah, it's, red solo cup. it's just, it's just great. It's just quintessential. Awesome job on that interview. We got to get him on. We'll get him on the podcast soon. He yeah. said he would. Actually, we're going to back to back tape uh, that interview for, for Newsmax, but also we're going to do the, um, the, this podcast as well. He's, he's like, I'm slammed for time right now. He's in Nashville taping something. He's like, I'll do the podcast another time. So we'll, we'll get him on. Awesome. Very excited to have them. Well, I mean, listen, it's been a fabulous 2023. 2024 is going to be bananas. You'll be going crazy on this podcast. And as always, we thank Allegiance uh, Gold for 
for helping us out and, and, and getting this show on the air. So yeah, um, this has been amazing. We can credit really them with, with launching, yeah. with launching this. It's just been terrific. Yeah, they've been great. And we're going to be doing some cool things with them in the new year. So definitely stick around. Uh, we'll be putting some information out about what we're doing, where we're going to be in some live events. So that'll be super fun. Well, it's been a great, great few months uh, with you, Linda. I wish everyone a very, very happy holiday season. Have a safe, safe New Year's Eve celebration because 2024 got to be, got to be ready. Got to be ready to kick it. <laughs> Absolutely bananas with, with this election coming up. What a crazy year it's going to be. Really, really enjoyed having you. I'm thrilled with the Allegiance of Gold people because they've been so supportive with the podcast straight through. And you, Linda, have been just an absolute kid rock level rock star (laughs) well it's been my honor to work with you eric i think 2024 we're going to kick some serious ass i look forward to doing it with you indeed indeed happy new year everybody happy new year